Welcome to another episode of the Midweek Heat. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. The yes, Midweek sir. brought to you by Halftime Adjustments. It's your host, Eddie Arnell, and my main man, Mr. J. Lou. What's going on, J. Lou? What's going on, Ed? Man, it's been a while since we gave the people one of these, and they've been asking for this heat in the street. They've been asking for the heat, man. We took a little hiatus. Schedules was kind of messed up, but we are back. And we're going to try to bring you some more of that heat, like we yes, always sir. do. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and J. Lou, man, I don't know if there's been a, a more active offseason on record. For me, anyway. I don't know about you, but as long as... I, well, I, I've seen one active, but it was only on Madden. Never in real life. <laughs> right, I mean, right. we trading big-name players. We do that on the Madden game, not in real life, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just like they had a fantasy draft on Madden. And now man. you got all these players, man. And it's just, it's been crazy. But did anybody make moves, J. Lou, to catch the Rams, the Super Bowl champs from last year? Or, I mean, it's, or the Bengals from the AFC? See, and again, it's, I think, yes. I think you got some teams that made some moves. I think, um, I like the Rams. I do. I do like the Rams. But I think that, you know, they got hot at the right time. Like, and that's what it takes to get hot you know, going to the end of the season. So, I mean, I, you expect them to still be there, but uh, I think they can see some challenges. But I, I'll tell you this, the, the AFC, man, that, that's murderous row. Uh, that, 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 the, the tilt in the conference has really shifted. Uh, I mean, you know, we talk about the NFL, it starts with the QBs and the, the, amount, of, the amount of top-notch quarterbacks that you got in the AFC now. I mean, you think about the NFC, when, you, when you're listing the, the quarterbacks, you list A-Rod and Tom Brady, Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl, but nobody's really listed him on that top. You know what I mean? So, right, I mean, right, right. you got Russell Wilson that's come over. You've got the young guns in, um, in the AFC West with Pat Mahomes, with uh, – oh, I can't think of my guy name from San Diego right now. Uh, Robert, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, man. And, I mean, it's – you've got some some talent at the QB position. I mean, we – and we know – we me and you have been watching football a long time. It's the quarterback's league. Um, so I'm curious to see how it shapes up because I mean it's it's similar to you know what you see in the NBA when one yeah. side of the conference yeah. loads up when the players start taking over. You've got that in the NFL with with football now, and I'm excited to see that. Yeah, because you know if you look at the NFC, uh, uh, Jay Lou, you got the Packers, right? They still got a Rod, but he loses his top receiver, maybe the best, arguably the best receiver in the NFL, hands down. Uh, hands down. You still got Tampa Tom Brady decides to come to unretire. He retires and unretires. <laughs> And, 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 you know, you still got the NFC West, which is, is vaunted, uh, some would say, as the AFC West uh, with the Rams and the Cardinals, you know, Kyler Murray. You got San Francisco. They got a new quarterback this year, which we'll talk a little bit more about later on. And then Seattle's got a new quarterback in Drew Locke. And so, you know, you're right. The, the, the shift of power has went to the AFC with all the young quarterbacks out there. You know, and it's a trend, if you really look at it, Jay Lou, that teams are now getting these young franchise quarterbacks and building around uh, those quarterbacks with these outrageous contracts. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's a few years ago they put in, you know, they stopped the salary, they stopped the rookie, you know, put their rookie wage scale in, and stopped mm-hmm. paying the, the rookies more than the vets, man. And right. and you're seeing teams like the Bengals, the Chargers this year in off season taking advantage when you can, you know, build around that young quarterback on that four year contract before you have to pay them quarterback money and go get that Super Bowl. So it's it's all about 
who can manage that the best without having the turnover. And I, and I think, to be honest, that's the new way that we're going to start seeing here in the league. When you start thinking about some of the young teams, your Miamis, your Philadelphia, mm-hmm. your Bengals, right. your Chargers, right. those teams that can load up like that with the QB and, then, and you know, put themselves in a the position to go win a ring. You know, man, but the, the question now becomes, uh, uh, J. Lou, is how serious is the salary cap restrictions? Because, man, we are seeing some things, you know, and, and I'm, I'm glad you are part of this of halftime adjustment because you can break down the cap way much, way much better than I can. And so, you know, talking about the futures of the monies and how the money can be pushed out and teams can squeeze under the salary cap and still get these players the big money they request so they can stay uh, and keep their core talent uh, with, the, with the franchise. And so, right. you know, you see that with the Rams, like you said, you think going forward, that's going to be the, the, the common theme in the NFL is pay these guys, but stretch out the years on the contract so it won't affect them in the near term. Yeah, they got a, a lot of a lot of voidable years huh, is what you hear in contracts now. And I mean, I think the Rams, they they really have the who needs the draft type attitude when you start looking at them th- throwing away picks and, and paying guys and paying their window. Now, I mean, they just just this offseason alone, they gave Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, arguably the best player in the NFL, uh, almost a hundred million dollar extension a, a quarterback contract. contract. <laughs> yeah, a quarterback contract. You paid Cooper Cup money that he deserves. Right. Uh, you you paid uh, your quarterback Stafford, and really didn't lose nobody outside of Von Miller. Who let's remember Von Miller was he joined your team mid season last year anyway. Right. From the Broncos. So uh, and they, and they signed you know Bobby Wagner stays in the NFC West comes over because again he's he reached that point in his career he's just ring chasing because he already has ring, a ring that's right <laughs> he's already has a ring so I might so you know try to get another one um and you know and, and that team is still loaded with young talent and you know they do a good job of of letting everybody know that the the salary cap is like monopoly money just eat it, <laughs> right. extended it on extended it on extended it on and eventually you'll pay the piper but you extend it on enough the payment won't be as bad so you know you've got some teams like them you got the teams like the cowboys uh, they kind of use that exact same type of method where, you know, we'll just keep extending out, extending out, extending out, and you really never purge yourself out. But it really doesn't play catch up with you like some thinking, you know, uh, I don't see another COVID. We know about expected COVID two years ago, but don't right. see another one of those coming anytime soon. So the salary cap money is only going to balloon even more. So exactly. I really think this to be the wave of the, at least the next four years, I think this is the wave that you see because you, you think about it, we already know quarterbacks can get that money. Right now, we're exactly. starting to play skilled players, wide yep. receivers, and quarterbacks got to be matched up together. So when you start paying like that, building from the outside in, this is the only way I think that you'll see the successful teams manage the salary cap. Right, and, and, and you know, you bring up the receivers, and, and a good point is that you know the Jaguars they reset the market for the receivers this year, right? <laughs> By yeah, Christian Kirk. What, that right. GM was really playing man. <laughs> <laughs> right a, a third a third receiver if you will he played mostly start his career with the cardinals and, and they pay him uh number one receiver money you know a yes. hundred thousand a hundred million dollars excuse me and so that kind of reset the market for the receivers but I, I think that that deal alone along with the aaron donalds and and the, and the cooper cups you know stuff like that that's gonna reset the game yes you know now yeah, teams yeah. are gonna have to pay the money because you saw uh, uh, Tennessee didn't didn't pay AJ Brown. They weren't going to pay him that much money. They ended up trading him, and so you see teams like that. They had a stud receiver, uh, and you know even the Rams hadn't brought back OBJ yet. You know, of course, he's got an ACL injury that he's right. probably going. He's going to more not probably. He's going to more more than likely going to miss majority of the season, if not all mm-hmm. the season, not be available to the playoffs. 
because he got hurt in February of this year. And so, yeah. you know, you got a lot of teams like that spending that big cash, man. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see going forward how this is going to turn out. Because like you mentioned, the, the cap's only going to balloon up, especially with the new Amazon deal coming up this year uh, uh, with, with Amazon getting some Thursday night games. And, uh, you know, and people moving around broadcasting in these these channels and these lineups getting trying to pay top dollar to get the NFL games on their network. And so it's, it's going that's, be... that's, that's what that's what a lot that's of people right. understand, man. The money, yeah. the money's in streaming and, you know, Amazon, that's a that's a big deal. I mean, they 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 basically own the the Thursday night package for the NFL. And, right. you know, you got your Apple TVs out there. Yeah. I mean, every, everywhere you look, you got a streaming type service. So. The NFL is all about opening up. Like, who's going to want the checkbook for us? So don't be surprised in next year or two, you see even more uh, billions of dollars from, from a streaming-type standpoint. Right. So let's talk about these big names, man. It's changing places. You know, big yes, names, sir. changing places uh, during this offseason. First off, let me ask you this, J. Lee. Was there any surprises uh, in some of these big names that changed teams this offseason? Outside of the A.J. Brown one for the Titans, because uh, I just didn't think that, you know. Right. Tennessee I don't think anybody saw that, right? right. Uh, I, I would say the receivers, man. Um, Tyreek Hill. I mean, wow. who, who knew that you had issues right. like that in Kansas City? And man. I'll be honest, you know, I, I think he's probably one of the most irreplaceable players in the league because you can't you can't coach that speed. No, and I mean, didn't. And, and Tyreek was a unique player where he could take the top off and he could take a, a two yard out and be gone. So, I mean, it's interesting to see how Kansas City this year tries to, uh, you know, cope for that. I mean, part of part of what made Tyreek special was that Pat Mahomes, when he's back there eight, nine seconds because you can't get him on the ground, right. Tyreek did a little zigzag juke move wide open. So who fills that role? So I think I think the receivers, man. Uh, was a lot a lot of that was shocking that you just didn't see you wouldn't see some of those big names like that move uh from my standpoint right and, and I, I agree with you because now you pair Tyreek Hill up with Jalen Waddle arguably if not the fastest one of the fastest duos in the NFL of course you know Tua uh, uh Tua's arms is going to come into question right and can they protect yes. him uh, uh with the offensive line and so you know it's going to be very interesting to see how the AFC East turns out you know, because the the Patriots are still there, but but back to your back to your point about the receivers changing place. Amari Cooper going to the Browns. You know, who whoever thought that Dallas would have let him go and not even try to bring him back in? You yeah, know? I mean, and I guess that just goes to show they kind of sold on. Um, what's my what's my guy that said number eighty eight? Lamb, uh, CD Lamb, uh, CD Lamb. Uh-huh. Um, Amari Cooper, I still think is is a number one for a good team. Um, now it'd be interesting to see how he does with the Browns because that's. That's a whole nother story that we'll get into later on right. uh, anywhere about them. But um, that one is just, I don't think, you know, cause you got to go back and think about what Dallas gave up to get him from the Raiders. Right. Um, and I don't really think they saw the return on investment, especially letting him go uh, and not even attempting to try to bring him back. Yeah. And you know, you, you got to look at, at Dallas's roster as well. And so, you know, it, it, Zeke's he's, he's, he's costing him a nice pennant. They just gave Dak a big, contract yes. right and so they're trying to keep that off the line intact as much as possible because you know that's like the core of their football team mm-hmm. and then plus you know they had a defense last year that really rebounded from the previous year and they couldn't stop anybody and oh, yeah. you know last year they was able to get pressure make some big stops they had Trayvon Diggs lead the NFL with 11 picks and they had pressure up front with Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory which we all know he went to the Broncos and so they brought in Dante Fowler Jr. they've added a, a couple pieces on defense and so this team you know, in their mind, they 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 might just be a couple pieces away. And Amari Cooper, they feel like I guess was expendable <laughs> with yeah. CD Lamb and Michael Gallup. 
you know, they pick up James Washington from Pittsburgh. But, you know, like you said, it's, it's, it's very interesting to see these receivers move. Who would have thought Amari Cooper, like you mentioned, A.J. Brown, even Tyreek Hill, which yeah. is the number one gadget man for the Chiefs, right? Yes. <laughs> Any kind of play you can think of, they will run it with him. Yes. So it, it's, it's going to be very interesting. What do you think about Russell Wilson going to the Broncos? That's another. I mean, that, another that, was, the one that, was, that was the one that was rumored so much. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think everybody knew that it was Russell's last year in Seattle. The, the question became who was going who's going to make a move to get him, right? Because you, you right. had some teams out there that needed quarterbacks and where was he going to be willing to go? Um, that's a big move for him out there in, in, in the West. I mean, he's got a team that arguably the Broncos have always had a decent offensive line. Uh, and that's the one thing that he struggled with in, in, in Seattle. And quite as it's kept, they have a, a very nice receiving core. They do. Uh, and very nice defense. I mean, the, the one thing that everybody has been saying about Elway since Peyton Manning left is he's just a quarterback away from having a, a decent team. And, and that's how they've been the last three years. So, you know, Russ throws a, a pretty deep ball, man, and he's got he's got some receivers, some horses that'll go out there and make some catches for it. So I think, you know, I think him being in the the AFC West, those AFC West games are going to be some battles, man. I mean, just think about it. him and Mahomes are basically. Yes. I mean, yeah. as, a, as a defensive player in that game, that's going to be a high scoring game, you would think, and that's one where you're going to do a lot of running around because neither one of them guys they they go until they feel like they can't make a play no more. Right. And it irritates you sometimes as a defensive tackle, a defensive back, or whatnot, because you just you just can't simply cover that long. So um, I, I think I think this gives now the one thing I'm I'm curious to see do do the Broncos coaching staff will they treat Russ a little bit like Peyton Manning got treated when he went to Denver, and by that I mean right. implementing what Russ likes on the offensive side of the ball. And I think if you see that, <laughs> that's ad living, <laughs> and yeah, ad living. I think if you see that, uh, this this Broncos team is going to be a scary team. Yeah, you're right. Because uh, you look at what they got on the offense. Like you mentioned already, they got Jerry Judy, which is a he's pretty good. receiver. Tim Patrick. A lot of people slept on him last year. Cortland Sutton, another uh, good receiver, big side, big body guy. You know, Javante mm-hmm. Williams and running back Melvin Gordon the third, they bring back in for another season. And so they got some pretty good weapons along that offensive front, uh, you know, for Russ to, to do his thing. And then plus they add, uh, they lose Von Miller, of course. And, you yeah. know, can you replace Von Miller? Eh, he was hurt most of the year, like you said. He he had about five sacks uh, while he was with the Broncos. And so, but you got Bradley Chubb, you bring in Randy Gregor, who re uh, re- he resurrected his career excuse me mm-hmm. uh you know last season in Dallas had a lot of issues early in his career but seemed to really put it together last year you know and they got past certain the second he was a great man cover uh corner last season coming back this year Ronald Darby at the other corner so you know a lot of speaking of the defense for them they was already number eight overall in the league <laughs> last year and so you add a you give them an offense that can keep in the game and they're gonna be, it's gonna be AFC West is going to be one of the toughest in the league this year, uh, bar none. Bar I, already got, none. I already quarterback heavy. Yes. <laughs> so you add you add in the the receivers for these teams, you know, and you saw you saw Kansas City. They they took an opposite page out of the book from what they normally do. You know, they usually got the small gadget receivers. They still got Hardman, but they bring in Juju and they bring Juju, in yeah. a, a, a receiver out of Green Bay. His name slips my mind right now, but but you know, a lot of bigger receivers on their team uh, right now, and so. You know, it's gonna be it's just gonna be a good a good year, uh, and we already talked about AJ Brown, which was kind of kind of a, a a crazy trade, uh, you know, in our opinion, uh, him going to Philly, matching them up with Devontae Smith, and you got Jalen Hurts the quarterback, and that gives the Eagles a nice duo. But the yeah, verdict yeah. is J. Lou. 
can Jalen Hurts do something with it? <laughs> and that's what I was actually going to say. Can Jalen Hurts, can he spin it? Because that's the, that's, I mean, you know, I think this is a make or break year for Jalen right there in Philly and for uh, your QB over there in Miami as well. Both Hurts, uh, not, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, both of them, um, th- this is a make or break year because I think both of those teams have given them some weapons now. Um, and I don't think either one of those teams are quite sold on the on the quarterback situation. Um, mm-hmm. So you know that that's going to be because Philadelphia is not a not a horrible team. Right. Uh, I mean, he, he got some got some weapons, got a, a strong running game and a good defense. But you know, as we've said at the beginning of this show, it's a quarterback driven league. Quarterback <laughs> play will will quarterback play will make everything else around you fail. <laughs> that's exactly right, and you saw that in the playoffs last year. Uh, yes. and so, you know, it, it, the, the receiver, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin is from Green Bay playing with Kansas City. So, so, you know, a lot of new weapons for Mahomes. And, uh, you know, it's, it's again, this is going to be crazy, crazy, crazy. You know, we already mentioned Von Miller, but he goes to the Bills. He goes to a defense that was already number one overall number one. in the league. You know, one of the top uh, defense in scoring. And, you know, when he's healthy, he can still get out to the quarterback. I mean, the, the Bills were a coin flip away. Yeah, from basically. it well actually it's rephrasing well, yeah. they will prevent defense that's right. away from that's right going that's to the right. AFC championship yeah. uh because prevent defense gets you beat that's um right. but i mean that's that's team that's a team you've seen you've seen them grow the last the last couple years josh allen is, is solidifying himself as one of the top tier uh qbs in the league uh this right. is a team that the running back doesn't it exist, but it don't exist when your quarterback's leading the team in rushing. But yet they still are finding a way to make that work. So, you know, adding somebody like Von Miller, who, again, you know, Von's going to give you up 25 to 30% of the plays. And, and you think about the league you play in, uh, the conference you play in, rather, he's going to be on the field a lot more because you're playing against teams that like to pass the ball. Yeah. Uh, you know, Von's getting up there in age where, you know, against the the rundowns you don't expect you know saving for those let him have all his horses go out there and actually rush the quarterback and you got a lot of we already talked about the qbs you're playing and that i think you know that's what they got in for to help get over the hump because as we saw last year it really wasn't their offense that, that no. lost that game for it was that defense <laughs> that went to sleep <laughs> yeah and, you know and they had a hard time uh getting pressure on Mahomes in that yes. in that game in the playoffs and uh you know two two years in a row they Mahomes escapes uh and, and knocks yes. him out of the playoffs and so but you look at what I like what they did to that to the roster though Jay Lou they 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 draft James Cook uh running back out of Florida State and uh uh he adds a dynamic to that backfield a guy that can catch the ball they can run the ball got some great speed uh they bring in Jameson Crowder as, as a as a slot receiver still got uh-huh. Stefan Diggs of course they pick up OJ Howard in free agency, they add Roger Sappho to the offensive line, and so they really, they really spent some some some, some uh, wise money, I'll call it, yes. on some positions of need, and kind of boosted his offense some, and and you know, give Josh Allen more weapons, man, and he's going to do more damage. But like you said, it it came down to the defense, and so if the defense can hold up, you know, Von Miller give him that that vaunted pass rush, you know, along with Shaq Lawson, Ed Oliver up front, uh, you know, they picked up da- Daquan Jones as well. You know, the secondary is not bad. They drafted uh, Kair Elam out of Florida, was one of the top mm. uh, DBs coming out of college this year. A good-sized QB to go, I mean, DB, excuse me, to go to Davis White. And so they got a good defense. They just yeah, got to yeah. be able to show up in the playoffs. They've got to, they, again, the, the one thing that I, I say about the Bills' defense a lot is they're just, they, to me, they're more of a finesse defense. 
They're right. not real physical. Um, and yep. you know, you need to have you need some kind of physicality, especially you start getting them late months. I mean, it's yeah, you, you Patrick Mahomes and him and Josh Allen are gonna score, but as a defense, man, you've got to you've got to be able to, to bring it when it's your time. And again, that's I think that's part of the problem you see with some of these finesse type defenses, man. It's they just don't know how. Oh, right. well, I mean, they literally went down the field in what 13 seconds? That's just right. That, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Two plays. Two plays. Two plays they Two ran plays. and got down in field goal range and tied the game. Yes. So that, that don't, you're right. That doesn't happen. And why would you go to a prevent defense? I have yet to see a prevent defense work in NFL, especially yes. when the game is online and especially yes. when the game is intense and has as much on the line as the playoff it's game. The playoffs, though. That's yeah. right. That's right. And so, uh, just looking at the uh, uh, the Rams, because uh, we talked about Bobby Wagner being added to that defense. So, you know, really only lost Von Miller, got everybody back pretty much, you know, and they add Bobby Wagner. Now, Bobby Wagner, he of course, he's not the same Bobby Wagner that we've known from Legion of Boom when right. Seattle was dominating, but he still got some juice in the tank. He still is uh, effective. You know, we saw him playing last season. He had 93 tackles last year. Uh, pretty good uh, for a guy that's been in the league as long as he's been in since 2012. And so you're talking about 10, 11 years, guy uh, coming up, uh, 31 years old, and still pretty effective, uh, J. Lou, if you if you will. Oh yeah, I mean, good good veteran leadership. Um, you you put him in that middle. Um, you know, he's he's never played with anybody like a like a. Uh, Aaron Donald. Uh, Aaron Donald. <laughs> right. So I mean that that in itself will rejuvenate your career. Um, so defensive side of the ball, that team's solid. I mean, you got Jalen on the other on out there on the island by himself, still arguably one of the top corners um in the league, strong back in, in the secondary. Uh my, my my one question that I have on them, uh, you know, you, we've already talked about OBJ uh mm-hmm. uh being out, and then you know, uh Robert Woods uh left the team as well. So, you know, the the team, how will they react? with Cooper being number one and team starting to roll coverage that way. And again, you know, I think when, as soon as Bobby is uh, Robert Woods went down, I believe they signed Odell Beckham right afterwards. Uh-huh. And then, you know, Odell goes down in the Super Bowl, and it's easy to make an adjustment in one game. Right. I, I think, cause I mean, that, that caught them off guard, but they able to adjust. Um, and, and they were playing against the Bengals, whose secondary was trash. Don't get me started on that. Right. <laughs> um, so what do you do when teams have, the opportunity, the game plan um, for Cooper. So I'm curious to see how McVay does that because I'm, I'm sure even though they're supposed to be re- vacationing right now, he's probably thinking of ways to, to mix that up with that being the number one and not really being strong as a solid two, a solid three. Um, so I'm curious to see how that goes for him. But again, defensive-wise, uh, you know, that 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 division has become a three-team division instead of four. Uh, right. I, I, I fully expect Seattle to be – Top three draft pick. <laughs> I agree. Um, I agree. Top three draft pick. Um, and so you know, you 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 look at Arizona, who Arizona is who we say they are every year. Uh <laughs> Cliff, Cliff's gonna get you good games up until November. Then after that, good luck. Uh and then the 49ers <laughs> are gonna be tough all the time. Uh Shanahan's got them playing strong. Got them, are you so. coming in his first year starting, right? That's that's true. I mean, that's that's the that's I'm curious to see what they cook up for that. So I mean. It's the Rams' division to lose, um, I would say. Uh, it's it's going to be tough because, again, I just – I'm not sold on Cliff being the Cardinals coach. And then it, you look, it's just the 49ers and the Rams. And, I mean, we we saw the battles. Uh, they didn't get the first win over the 49ers until it really counted last year, and that was the NFC Championship. Yeah, you know, it's, gonna, it's, it's tough for me uh, uh, when we look at the Rams because if I'm looking at the offense, man, like you mentioned, Cooper Cup is now – 
the number one. I know I'm not saying he won number one last year. Right. But like you said, if they picked up OBJ, he kind of took that pressure off Cooper. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, teams can can game plan when there's only one guy that they really fear. And so they get Allen Robinson the second. I'm not saying he was that he was a bad receiver. He played for the Bears, of course. And, right. You no, know, you know the Bears' offense wasn't that good the past couple of years. And so Van Jefferson really came on last year. I like what I saw to him. Uh, Brandon Powell comes back. Tutu Atwell's a smaller guy that's really fast. And so those guys that are there, Cooper Cup, we know he can run block. But can Allen Robinson the second? Can he run block? Can he run block? Can he do can the things that, that Sean McVay likes to do with his receiver? We yes. know Van Jefferson can do. It. He was there. He's been in the system. So you know you got some guys that unsure right now what they're going to bring to the table as far as the complete game and so it's going to be pretty interesting to see if they can if they can come out of that nfc west and and make another run like they did last year defense is still solid like you mentioned uh leonard floyd and and bobby wagner and those guys on that side of the ball aaron donald of course the best uh player uh on defense in the nfl yeah and uh, and with jay ramsey the best cornerback so you know it's not too often you got two of the best in their position on the same team on the same side of the ball that's exactly (laughs) right that's exactly right man so let's talk about your boy man because you know you know he retired fist magic he calls it calls it quits and uh what a career for fist magic man he was all over the place the journeyman backup (laughs) is good to give me about five games a year uh and i I think he's going into broadcasting for uh amazon if i can't if i uh recall right so uh uh, glad to see him (laughs) hanging up man uh great career yeah fits i mean when you i think it was uh they they showed a, a picture of the nfl draft and it was some guys that went into the draft and each of them had on one of the fitzpatrick jerseys uh, yeah from each team <laughs> played for man you're like man i forgot he had to stop there i mean so you know glad, hey glad good to see him go out on his terms you know not land on the field or whatnot and time to hang it up uh and i, I believe he left with an injury last year if i'm not mistaken he did uh, yeah got hurt last year so they put commanders. Yep. and i'm actually good to see i think you know just seeing some of his press conferences uh you know when these players go to the media you want to see some of that personality and i think you're gonna be able to see a little bit of that from a uh, fifth magic yeah it, like you said man it, it seemed like every team you looked up there was fifth magic on the field they, they brought they bring him in for a backup but he ends up starting game one yes so, <laughs> never failed but what a career though for that for that guy and this will go back just a little bit uh before we leave off the nfc west you know i really like the 49ers what they did in the offseason of course they kept debo uh brandon Ayuk really came on last year they added ray ray, ray mcleod from pittsburgh uh juan jennings he started coming on as a good yes, possession receiver uh, George Kittle, of course, I can't say enough. And then Kyle Juzek, the, uh, I mean, the, the best fullback best in the NFL, bar none. And so, you know, the question for them is going to be, of course, health, as we saw how it decimated their team a couple of seasons ago. And then can Trey Lance be the guy that, that Kyle Shanahan wants him to be? And uh, if not, can Jimmy, can they rebound with Jimmy G? Because Jimmy G right now, you know, he's he's been tabbed as the backup, potentially even traded uh, before yeah. the season even starts. And so if they got to go back to Jimmy G, I mean, what is he going to bring? You know, how's he going to feel being, you know, second fiddle? Yeah, I mean, the only reason he's still on the team is because he had offseason surgery. Let's just right. be honest. If he didn't have that, they, they'd find some trade partners for him. So, yep. um, you know, I think they try to hang on him. Uh, at least one thing we know about the 49ers, they, they're built to run. Uh, so that'll help bring Trey Lance along. Uh, again, the wild card to be to, to watch – Debo. Now I know he's still on the team and you know training camps training camp is the key because right. unlike years in the past, the, the new CBA, the teams can find you uh, a hot awful amount of money per day you miss in, in training camp that way. It used to didn't be like that. So right. um, that'll be the key to see, you know, him being in there. But you know, it's 
there's nothing for him to be in there and then say I got a hamstring injury because you can't prove those. So right. I'm just curious. I'll be curious to watch that because uh, as Debo, I, as I said, Tyreek was probably unreplaceable in the Chiefs uh, offense. Debo makes the 49ers go because of every of the value he brings in the wide receiver position where he can cover everything on the field for him. So uh, that's that's gonna be a, a, something to keep an eye on. Right. Well, they they call him a wide back, right? Yeah. <laughs> a new position terminology. <laughs> And you're talking about that somebody that can reset the market for those type of guys that play multiple positions like that. You think about, like you said, we talked about earlier, like the Tyreek Hills, uh, the Waddles, uh, uh, you know, and, and these other guys that can come out of the backfield run these jet sweeps and things like that. Mm-hmm. That'll, that'll reset the market if, if oh, yes. Debo gets, gets a humongous contract uh, from the 49ers that they decide to, uh, to go that way, which I, I think they will. You know, oh, and yeah. he's, he's yeah, one of the best. It. He's one of the best players in the NFL. And they be dumb <laughs> to, to let him walk uh oh reliable frank gore retires man uh officially and, and what a career for frank gore uh it seems like he's another one like fist magic that any team he went to uh he wasn't a starter but he's gonna get some significant amount of carries <laughs> and he was gonna still be significant even in the late his later years man right uh you, I mean, you can look up at uh, his, his son should be about to join the league if he's not in it already. Uh, Frank Gore, I'm glad to see him, you know, do the one-day contract for Tires of 49er because that's what that's what most people uh, remember him from. But, man, right. again, you know, you think about somebody that had those nasty injuries in Miami, um, yeah, yeah. legs tore up and all, and, and to see him finish his – I know he's got to be in the top five career rushing yards, maybe even top three. Um, if I'm not mistaken, as far as overall career rushing yards. So, you know, to see those injuries and see him bounce back um, and see that, that's just, that's amazing career for him. My hat's off to him. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure it was like pulling teeth to get him to finally find, to sign those retirement papers because uh, he probably just saw it wasn't nothing out there for him. Uh, and and I'm, I was glad to see him again, like like Fitz kind of go out on his own terms and really have a very solid career. Yeah, he's actually uh, number three. In the history of okay. 16,000 yards. Yeah, man, that's that's yeah. impressive. So that's a that's a Hall of Fame career for Frank. Hall Gold, of Fame. Easily, 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 uh, you know, first ballot uh, all, all the yes. way. You know, you think about you think about when he was in his heyday, man, he was a tough runner, hard to tackle, you know, uh, kept his pass low when he ran the ball. It was very reliable. I don't think he had uh, too many uh Terrible injuries during his career. No, not during his career. I mean, outside yeah. of co- once outside he got college, in yeah. college, he did. That's it. Right. I mean, you know, you got to think he's one of the last of the dying breed, man. That to, yeah. to, <laughs> hit, to hit that amount. I mean, you still got Adrian Peterson playing. Yeah. Um, but outside of those, I mean, the the only one in this next gen you can think of is, is Derrick Henry if he can stay healthy and stay on track because the running back is not that position where you see these guys last. 13, 14 seasons and be effective um, like that, especially the way this game's changed. So definitely last of a breed going out, but right. uh, I'm, I'm like you, first ballot Hall of Fame, easy. Yeah, and one name that pops up in my mind as we're talking about uh, those uh, reliable running backs with those long careers, and he doesn't have it uh, as a long of a career as, he, as right now as Frank Gore does, but David Johnson. And so, you know, yes. he played for the Texans last year. He went to the yes. Saints uh, here a few weeks ago, didn't sign. And so it's another guy right there. I believe he's like 30, 31. Uh, you know, kind of at the tail end of his career, but uh, mm-hmm. there's there's not many out there like him. At one time, he's one of the best, so he was considered yes. one of the best because he could catch the ball out of the backfield, he can run between the tackles, and had pretty good size. And so, uh, but yeah, like you said, this is a quarterback driven league. Uh, running backs are a dime a dozen now, and you know, <laughs> all the teams now are like, well, I can just draft one, or I can yeah. I can bring in two or three and let them carry the load uh, for the rushing game uh, for our football team. And so, uh, 
you know, Tom Brady, man, you know, we kind of mentioned already, he retires and he comes back in and says, hey, I'm going to come back to Tampa Bay. And so, he, you know, he says one day, one day he's going to have that competitive edge down. And so, but right now he still wants to play. Now, Tom Brady got it home and, and Giselle had him take the kids to soccer and he said, yeah, I'm done. I'm going back on the field. Now, I expect, I fully expect him to make the phone call around November to Gronk, who just retired for the second time the other day, right. and tell Gronk to come on back. Gronk just don't want to play. He don't want to do training camp, and he don't no. want to play when it's hot. But That's Gronk right. will be back by November, December. But, you know, Tom Brady Tom Brady retiring, I think nobody was more upset than Aaron Rodgers. Because you got to think, when, when Brady retired and Rodgers stayed at Green Bay, yep. by that time, Russell Wilson and all them had started moving – there's not – Matt Stafford is your competition. I mean, Dak's Dak and all, but when you start thinking of top-tier quarterbacks in the NFC, it was Aaron Rodgers and who else? And then right. I'm sure when Brady unretired, he had some explicit words to say because Tom seems to have Aaron Rodgers' number, especially since he's been in the NFC and we've seen him battles um, a couple years. But, I, you know, Tom, T- Tampa should be, you know, at, at right run that division. I mean, you – you think about the Saints, you get Jameis back. You really don't know what they're going to do. That new coaching staff right. um, with that team. Carolina, uh, wild card there. Who is, is Baker going <laughs> to get traded Donald. there? Are we going with Sam Darnold? Uh, what are we doing out of there? And then right. Atlanta, uh, Mariota, or the, the rookie. I mean, it's Ritter. Tom Brady looked around and was like, you know, this division is it, it's similar to when he was That's in right. his heyday in the AFC East where – that you really didn't see the competition there outside uh, of those those few years with Rex and the Jets. Yep. It really wasn't a lot of competition there. So, I mean, it, it's another one where, and again, that team still loaded uh, for the most part. You saw them bring back a lot last year, and then they've lost a few pieces this year, but still loaded. And again, Tom's still Tom, man. Yeah, and, and you know, that's a great point you brought up. They they pretty much brought back everybody. Of course, they lost Ronald, Ronald Jones. Uh, we talked about O.J. Howard, tight end. He's kind of hurt last year. Uh, but but they brought in you know uh, Logan Ryan on defense for free safety because they, they lost a, couple, a guy two on defense and so and Dominican Sue's not back as of yet uh, if they sign him back of course then they lost uh, Alex Kappa uh, the free agency on the That's offensive line but they go out and they trade for Shaq Mason from New England so you know another team that brought back everybody like they did the previous season after they won a Super Bowl uh, uh, to be right there again when they all come down to it but like you said. In a weak division, NFC South, uh, Tom Brady's got to be licking his chops. All he has to do is get to the playoffs, and then anything can happen and, at and that they, point. <laughs> so, and I mean, and they, and I, I you know, I didn't want to discount. They got a new coaching staff too, but I mean, we're right. talking about a promotion within. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I think that's going to be for the better because I think the attitude will change. Um, uh, probably not as drill sergeant as probably what they had. Um, uh, <laughs> so I, I think, and again, Tom Brady probably is appreciating that. So that's and we saw how he had that defense plan. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, you, you he's gonna let Byron Leftwich and Tom Brady do what they do on offense, control defense, and, and and again, I'm like you said, get to the playoffs. Anything can happen in the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah, and, and like you said, Tom Bo- Todd Bowles, excuse me, uh, gets promoted to head coach, and he had some previous experience with the Jets. Had a pretty good defense with the Jets. You know, offense yes. can never come around, but uh, a guy that really knows defense and uh, uh, is going to have the, the Buccaneers competitive. Like you said, he's gonna let Leftwich and Tom Brady run the offense and do their thing, and uh, he's going to worry about defense. You know, one name to keep that's keep popping up for those guys that keep an eye on, too, uh, J. Lou, is Julio Jones possibly going there to give yes. uh, to give Tom Brady another weapon, uh, potentially, if, if he can get his hamstrings together. Because, you know, as we saw last season, uh, his hamstrings kept him out off the field a lot, a in, lot. Uh, in 2021. Yeah. 
And so uh, a lot of a lot of changes uh, this offseason, man, like we talked about, it's just amazing to see how many people change uh, uh, teams in the offseason. You really don't see that too often in the NFL. You see a lot of it in the NBA most of yes. the time. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, but up until this point, Jay, look, who has who has had the best offseason? If you look at the draft, you look at the free agency in your mind, I'm gonna let you go first on this. Who has had the best offseason to this point? So in the AFC, I'll go the defending AFC champion Bengals. I like only that. because I feel like they addressed the need they needed yes. on, on offensive line uh, with Collins, Kapka, uh, Ted Karaz. Uh, you bring it back a young team. Um, Joe has th- that moxie about him. Um, and I mean, you got you got a dominant wide receiver. The, the one question mark I give them is, <laughs> is that DB. Yeah. It, those DBs, because that that can be a struggle, especially when I think that and and when you look at what they're doing, I think that's a team that knows, hey, we, we just need y'all to get a stop or two because mm-hmm. they can get in the shootout, and you don't want to go out go in a shootout with Joe Burrow. I mean, he's gonna be the man took eleven sacks in a playoff game and won. Right. <laughs> I mean, he was picking himself up <laughs> off the game off the ground in a game and still won. Right. Um. So you know, I I think I think in the AFC, I would say uh the Bengals for sure. Uh, when I think about the NFC, because the, the very first question you asked at the beginning was who we think can challenge the the Rams. Um, mm-hmm. that one's a little bit more tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like some moves a lot of teams have made over there. Uh, I, I like what the 49ers are doing because I just think they can do something special with that mm-hmm. quarterback. Mm-hmm. And and they've been right there. And again, right. the, the wild card seems to be injuries for them because that bug mm-hmm. has kept kept attacking them. Um, so you like them. Um, I like, I mean, you like Tampa. Tampa changed the dynamic when Tom Brady uh, came back. That changes <laughs> right. the dynamic that's of right. that yep. team. Yeah. Um, and 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 I, I think that's I think that's it. I, the NFC to me is going to be the, the the division this year where you know just like the Bengals came out of nowhere last year. Right now everybody's picking the Chargers to be that sexy pick for the Bengals. I don't think that team comes out of the AFC. I think that team comes out of the NFC because it's going to be somebody you don't expect. And I'll give you a sneaky team that I think is going to make the playoffs in the NFC, uh-huh. Detroit Lions. Oh, you looked at my notes, did you? <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> you had I, I am with Great you. Great football minds think alike. <laughs> I, I am with you. I, I totally agree. I really like what they did. You know, had an outstanding draft. Uh, you know, they got a young offense, DeAndre Swift, yes. uh, DJ Chark Jr., uh, Hawkinson at tight end. Uh, they got – and they they really worked on the front. They got the offensive of line kind of settled in some. Uh, you look at the defense, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, you know, or, or, or okay, I can't remember, I'm going to jack his name, or Romeo, I'm going to call him that. <laughs> you know, he had a good season last year. Michael Brock is on the inside. And so they really added uh, to this defense, man, and uh, uh, a hard-nosed coach, right? Yeah, yeah hard-nosed who I think is a player's coach. That's right. And you look at yeah. it last year, Jay Lou, man, they – they lost, but they really didn't lose too bad a lot of those no, games. They win games. And again, <laughs> Jared, Jared Goff is in that second tier. I mean, Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl. Let's not let's not discount that. He That's went right. to a Super Bowl. So I mean, he knows how to win games for you. Yeah. Um, so just get getting him, you don't want him to turn over the ball. And I and like I'm like you, I think what's gonna keep them in the game is their defense. They, yep. Their defense to me is gonna be sneaky good. 
Yeah, and I and I agree. I I really I really love the 49ers in the NFC. I, I think I think they actually win the NFC West this year. Mm-hmm. Uh I think the this this the offense alone, the the pieces they've added. And then like I said, the biggest thing for them is gonna be injuries. We know yeah, they yeah. can run the football, we know they can get after uh Nick Bosa can get out the quarterback. Uh, and we, we know those guys are tough up front, tough to run on. Is this going to come down to injuries? And if Trey Lance can can be the game manager yes. and, and take over the game uh, as as uh, as we as, as Kyle Shanahan hopes he can. Here's my here's my AFC team, uh, J. Lou, the New York Jets. You got you got to like what they did too, man. They they had a lot of draft picks in the first round, first few uh, rounds. And, you know Zach Wilson coming into his his second year, he's got a big arm. Uh, you know, they get Bryce Hall, uh, one of the best running backs coming out of college. Elijah mm-hmm. Moore, Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. Uh, CJ Uzama from the Bengals. Now, of course, he's coming off an ACL injury, so we'll have to see if he's going to be ready to go or not. But they 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 built the offensive lineup, and they they really add to a defense that wasn't that bad. I just think yes. they they had some some get some some holes in the secondary. They brought what better name than, than than instead of Black Monday, but Sauce Gardner as a DB so, right? yes. <laughs> with DJ Reed. So uh, a defense that's going to be pretty solid, you know, uh, uh, a head coach that's a defensive-minded guy. And I really like the Jets in the AFC. Uh, not to be that sexy Bengals-type pick, but just to be one of those teams that could be on the cusp uh, of getting a wild card in the playoffs. I know yeah, that's yeah. saying a lot because I don't, I don't expect, even though I love Mike Tomlin, don't get me wrong, I don't expect Pittsburgh to really push – this year with a new quarterback. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong, but we have to see how that works out. Now, it's not like Big Ben was uh, filling up stats. <laughs> but, you know, you know, you take out a Hall of Fame quarterback and then you replace him with either a rookie or a guy that hadn't had a lot of experience. And, and, and you know, you see what happened. Of course, Cleveland, they got uh, Deshaun Watson. We don't even know he's going to hey. play this year. Right. right, and so do they go back to Baker? What? What are they? How do they save face with that? Right. Now, if <laughs> if Deshaun gets a year suspension, I think the Browns are ended up in the top three. I don't even know if they got the draft pick. They might have traded to Houston. Who knows? Yeah. Right. Uh, right. So they did. I don't think yeah. They get the top pick because I don't think you can re- uh, reconnect with Baker. Um, yeah. I, at this point, I almost see Baker. <laughs> sitting out a year and getting paid the problem yeah. see this is the problem to give you all a sneak peek of 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 contracts and the salary cap because they picked up that fifth year option and it's guaranteed uh-huh. that's that's the hiccup right now you're gonna every team in the nfl knows you need to trade him so you have no leverage because right those teams are gonna be like hey we'll take him but you're gonna have to pay so that's right you're gonna have to find somebody willing to take you know maybe 40 percent of that salary on and they take the other 60 or something like that um so um, I, I just I find it hard to see Baker still playing there, but you're right. That's that it hangs up on that they can easily go from a Super Bowl contender this year to top five draft pick uh based off quarterback play. Cause I mean if Deshaun's out there and from the last we seen of Deshaun, now, granted that team went four and twelve that he last played on at the Texans. Right. Uh but but the, the skill set is still there uh for him. So that's gonna be that I mean the the AFC North it's amazing how it just flips. Uh, now again, I'm like you. I don't expect Pittsburgh to do much, but I'm not counting Tomlin out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can't never count him out. He's a great coach. He'll find a, a way coach. to do something. And then Baltimore. I mean, it's this is where you're really gonna see how big of a run game and 
did, did they do? Because I mean, you, you trade away one of Lamar's, you know, targets. <laughs> one of his best his, his best best targets. And I mean, yeah. he still got his tap tight end Andrews there. But yeah. um, what what can you do scheme wise right. to help from an offensive standpoint with the Ravens? Because everybody, I mean, you have nobody. I can double team Andrews. Right. You have nobody else. I'm scared. Stretch of. the field, right? Who's gonna yeah, nobody the stretch the field? Yeah, yeah. I have nobody. I'm scared of. So yeah. that's that's the wild card in the AFC North. In the AFC North. So I, I like that Jets pick of yours. That the thing is, especially because I can see them fine for the wild card. But when you start looking, because you you put what seven teams in the playoffs now, <laughs> right. right? Where 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 do they fit in? Because you you exactly. would think three's coming out of AFC West. Yes. And then if you get three out of the AFC West, you got three more divisions. That's six. Where does that one other wild card come from? Right. Because you're going to potentially get two out of AFC South. Yes. Uh, and I'm just going gonna, gonna to say one out of AFC North because I just don't know if the Ravens have enough for offense to compete anymore with that. And I could be wrong. But like you uh-huh. said, you got Buffalo coming out of the East. You might have Miami coming out of the East. You can't count out New England. I mean, they, they're yeah, still there, too. They still, yeah, they're and still so there. So, you're right. It's, it's, you know, it'll probably be one of those seasons, J. Lou, where you have a a, uh, a 10 and 7 or 11 and 16 not make the Just playoffs. Just going to miss it. Right. <laughs> because of uh, how heavy the AFC is this year, as you mentioned earlier. And so, another team to look out for that a lot of people have been picking because they've changed quarterbacks are the Colts. You know, mm-hmm. the Colts, they pick up Matt Ryan, a potential future Hall of Famer. Uh, you know, we, we know about Jonathan Taylor and how he had 1,800 yards rushing last season. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., Alec Pierce, the rookie out of Cincinnati, Paris Campbell. And so, and that offers a line to go along with that stout defense that added Stephon Gilmore. And so, you know, you got you got some teams in the AFC that's gonna it's, that's not gonna lay over. It's gonna make it a t- even tougher to get in that top seven. And uh, I mean, you know, a lot of people picking the Colts to win the AFC South this season. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people always pick the Colts. <laughs> right. uh, they just love Indy. Um, one thing to watch for Indy, uh, I believe it was reported that uh, what's my linebacker's name? Oh, yeah, Darius Leonard. Yeah, Darius, had a yeah. back surgery, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. back surgery. So, I mean, that's that's something to keep an eye on because he is the heart and soul of yeah. that defense. Uh, and yeah. I mean, you you know, you saw the mental collapse of that team last year, um, losing the last two games of the season, the last one being to Jacksonville to, to not make the playoffs. Uh, I think they're better this year just because of quarterback play. Uh, now, Matt Ryan, I mean, you, you still saw him having Atlanta in some games, and Atlanta wasn't great last year. Right. Uh, my, my thing is, kind of goes back to the weapons. I, you got Pittman Jr. there who was starting to solidify himself is uh-huh. a solid number one, right? Um, but outside of that, behind him, I mean, and again, this team is going to be built to run the ball with Jonathan Taylor. Um, you know, it, it'll be be unique to see how he does. I think this is going to his fourth year, third or fourth year. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, he he's he's easily solidified himself as one of the top tier running backs uh, in the league. So this is the the one the one thing that I'll caution on the Colts. Um, I just I, I don't trust Frank Wright and their coaching staff. I just <laughs> I don't like their coaching staff. Uh, as we saw many times last season that he would he I would, how can I say it? <laughs> run himself out of the game. Run his, yeah, run himself out of the game. <laughs> oh, I'm running Jonathan Taylor when he's eating yes. and, and start trying to throw the ball with Carson with. No, I mean, so I mean this year he, he's got a better argument, if you will, about throwing the football just a little bit more because he got a future Hall of Famer quarterback, but but you know, we'll see, man. That's 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 that was a a a uh, I'm gonna call it historic offseason for the NFL with all the changes, all the moves, uh, the draft, and so you got some teams that could be challenging 
of the Rams. I just I don't think the Rams. I mean, I'm just, and this is way too early to predict. Oh, yeah. Predict, but I just don't think the Rams that go. I don't think they'll represent the NFC this year. I could be wrong, but I just think, like I said, I like San Francisco what they did. Of course, you get you can't count out Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, but like you said, it's going to be a team I think that's going to rise up, surprise a lot of people, and and, and don't be surprised if it's not the Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we didn't even we didn't even talk about the NFC East. That no, that was it's garbage. I mean, yeah. you know, you know, like I said, Jalen Hurts, the, the jury's still out. Can he lead that offense now? They they got some weapons for him, right? And yes. so, can he lead that offense? And you know, they got a pretty stout defense. Can the Eagles overcome the Cowboys? That's the question. I, and I was right. going to say the Cowboys just need to. See my see our comments about the Colts coaching staff. That's the Cowboys because he'll he'll out coach himself. So that that you got to know the rules, man. You gotta yeah, know you got to know rules. So that coached. that one's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. The Commanders ain't might not be bad. Carson Wentz back in the NFC East. Last time he was there he was a he was a, a MVP candidate. So MVP candidate and the, and the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. I'm yeah. just saying, no New York Giants. I think they're gonna be better. They they yeah. did some pretty good things. They addressed the offensive line, defensive line. Daniel Jones, new coaching staff. About Danny Dimes, offensive coordinator from the Bills, is now the head coach for the Giants. So you already know what they're going to do. Oh, Danny yeah. Dimes got a big arm; he's going to sling that rock. And so mm-hmm. I think there's going to be some opportunity there. I, I just is this? I think it's going to be some surprise in the NFC this year. I don't know if oh, we'll yes. see the we'll see the old heads, the goats of the NFC, but you know the Packers and the Buccaneers. But then we're going to see somebody else that rises up and challenges the Rams and the 49ers. Uh, I'm, in I'm, the not, NFC. I'm not sold on the Packers just yet. Yeah, I'm not. This either. is gonna be one where again, I think Aaron Rodgers can win you seven games easily by himself. But right. you know, this is one where if you are a team, you're gonna see a lot of teams play them where they're gonna be stacking the box. That's right uh, to stop the run because until you have somebody that you can prove to me can beat me one on one, and we saw. So I mean, I know I know he's done good without Devontae, but we're talking about a whole season now. A whole, a whole season. season where you got nobody that's really scaring me. So there's no threat. No threat. It's gonna be interesting to see uh what they do in Green Bay. Again, I I, I suspect that we're gonna see a, a heavy dose of that, that two-headed run game uh that they got to set up the pass. And Aaron Rodgers is a killer at play action. So right. uh, that's gonna be interesting. You know, and they got a guy that uh it's gonna be interesting to see how they use him. Uh, Amari Rogers played out of Clemson. Yeah. That guy that you know, he's almost he doesn't have the Tyreek Hill speed, but he's got speed. He can do a lot uh-huh. of things. He returns kicks. And so that's a guy that you can use more. Sammy Watkins, you know, Sammy Watkins, he's had an injury field career, hadn't really lived up to the billing. Uh, Christian Watson, they drafted him out of North Dakota State. And so, I mean, and he's a speed guy. He's a straight line runner. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see. We'll see uh, a lot of a lot of new weapons for A-Rod. But like I said, A-Rod is a Hall of Fame guy. You can't count him oh, out, yeah. man, because uh, he'll throw he'll throw his way into the game. So, yes. but uh, <laughs> But we, hey, we appreciate y'all tuning in for another episode of the Midweek Heat. Yes, man, it's sir. been a while, but we're back. We're, we're going to get it going again. You see, y'all check us out, man, on all the listening platforms, uh, Apple, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's Spotify. what else is out there, J. Lou? Uh, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. All the listening platforms that we're on there, man, check us out. And also, if you want to see us stream live, we got a stream live, a streaming live show on Sundays on Facebook Live, Halftime Adjustments. Uh, which is the 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 parent, if you will, of, of midweek heat. And check us out. We, we're live there on Sundays, talking NFL, talking Titans football, 
And then, uh, but but if you want more in detail, depth discussion, join us for the midweek heat. I'm Eddie Arnell. That's Mr. J. Lou, man. We are out of here for the midweek heat. We'll check y'all out next time. Peace. Peace.